It's gonna, 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 gonna. It's gonna be May. Easy. We didn't even plan it. Didn't even plan it. Tim, yes. what's it like to build a studio? Are you excited? I am more excited than I could ever put into words, Bolin. You and I have been on a journey the last couple of years. I mean, I've known you now a decade. It feels like it must be coming up on a decade at some point, right? Yuck. But uh, Yuck. we've we've had a lot. There's been trials. There's been tribulations. We've seen groups rise. We've seen groups fall. We've been part of multiple groups. There's been so much going on. But the through line throughout the entirety of me knowing you is we both have just tried our best to do the yeah. dopest things possible. And I love more than anything that we've been working on kind of funny the spare bedroom the new kind of funny studios for so long alongside you working on the hang time hanger and i know i beat you too i whooped your ass <laughs> you man it. you did I it crossed man. the finish line <laughs> oh my god it's been psycho i never i never i i never pat myself on my back right and i never like like to compare to like other brands but like to think about the landscape that's changed i i always think like man it's like an apocalypse happened. Yeah. And to think about the, the the gaming content groups that are still around, it's like, yeah, Game Attack's dead, but that's because you told me to kill it, which will be the title. I love it. Um, I love it. I did. It's a, <laughs> but, it's a true story. It's a true story. Yeah. Uh, but it is just like, we were, we were, I mean, Game Attack was definitely like the smallest brand. You guys were like, the second oh, smallest oh brand. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Still are. I mean, whatever, however way you want to look at it, we are very small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just crazy to think that it's like all it all it was. The only difference was was it was we, we said it's up to you, audience. That's the only difference. Yeah. Between like us and um like people that have uh split up or gone by the wayside or um moved on to other things, it's like it's not like a, a dirt slinging thing. It's like a no. Oh my god, we're the luckiest motherfuckers. That's really in what the it world. is, man. It's it's a lot of luck. It's a lot of positivity and a lot of hard work towards that positivity and and cultivating uh, not just a community of amazing people, but like a community of an amazing team, right? To be able to kind yeah. of fulfill the the goals that we we put out there for ourselves and like honestly i when we look at like you know we're we're being vague in some ways just because like i i know people listening to this we assume kind of know what we're talking about but it's like there yeah. the it was a very different landscape even 5 years ago in terms of these like video uh internet video content creation like channels houses whatever you want to call them in a pre tiktok pre esports it wasn't that it was we're all streamers together or we're all youtubers together doing these things mm -hmm. and um it turns out it's really hard to to function as a group because it's it's a family there's dynamics there's relationships at play and uh i i definitely i understand why so many different groups failed and you know let me take that back not even failed ended in different ways yeah. or transformed yeah. or turned into different things. And that's just the way that some things have to go. And I feel like for the most part, it, it was for the better for the individuals involved. And that's why I look at us. And I think that we're so lucky. Y'all are so lucky because we so far and fingers crossed this, this maintains forever. Yeah. We are surrounded by people that want to be part of the journey and we're able to deliver that to an audience that wants that, that wants to be part of it and to, to hear the message. And I, I think that that is super powerful. There's not a day that I wake up that I don't think about that and yeah. act on that. Right. 
Until Mr. Beast and Carl Jacobs come and yoink Kevin from you, get ready. It's coming. It's coming. Don't let them see. Don't let them see. Yeah. They will take your tech people away. Yeah. Oh, um, I feel so bad. But I think there, I, <laughs> it's just right when we got a new studio space, Chase gets the opportunity that I would quit for. Um, but yeah, uh, he's doing great. He was actually in the chat the other day, and uh, it sounds like he's just working a lot. So yeah, proud uh, of him, man. But anyways. One one of the things you said it was like um, what was best for them. I think it's fun to think that uh, as a group, like the, being together, uh, you know, you and Greg and and Andy and everybody and me and Grace and Peta, Chelsea and I will work together. I guess um, as husband and wife, but it's good. It's good for us to be together, mm-hmm. right? It's good for us to have stayed and transformed and all this stuff. You know, kind of just analyzing like. Was it good? Was it good for a lot of people to end their brands or split off into different subgroups and stuff? Yep, it was good for us to stay together. Yeah, and it was good for our audience to support. Absolutely, that. So, man. I, I think that that's nuts. that's important. And like something I know about myself is since day one, I never wanted to be that guy. I never wanted to be the only person on stage. I always wanted to be on stage, but I wanted to be there with friends. Like. I, yeah. And it's not me like doubting like my talent or lack thereof or whatever you even want to call the things that we do, right? But mm-hmm. it was more about like I do this because I want to have fun with my friends. And if I'm having fun with my friends, people are going to feed into that and have fun with us, right? And like that, yeah. that is why I'm like I don't know how this all happened that I legitimately get to do this for a living and like just keep pushing our dreams further and further with my friends. But uh, yeah. it's – again, it's it's a lot of work to do as well and to, it's I'm, a lot of I'm, communication yeah. and listening to people and like yeah. collaboration man it's key yeah uh so we're we're live all the time i mean obviously it's like we i think i think what we've done at hang time and game attack before is it's like we've never i mean we have in the past but like this this crew has been like we've never like gone to bed mad, right? Mm. Like we've always had talked openly about feelings and stuff. And you know, a lot of times like we'll be short with each other on stream and we'll be like, ah, God, but we always talk about it Mm -hmm. like afterwards. You got to. Right. And there's no, and there's such a good, like healthy environment that we have. And it feels very natural. And I think whenever, like we're doing our Yakuza as long as we want it right now on Twitch, um, which is like an indefinite marathon and being in the hangar, being in the space is like, it's way more homey and it makes the content easier and less claustrophobic. It's like, Oh, there's a kitchen mm-hmm. and we can go get drinks and bathrooms that don't look like they're from a David Fincher movie. And, um, it's, it's much warmer and it's, it's like ours, right? It's like, we have that sense of ownership in it because we built it and stuff. Um, in that, Let's talk about trauma of constructing a studio yeah, together. I need this. Yeah. I need this. It's so. it's a lot, you know, for, for those that don't know out there, I'm Tim Geddes from Kind of Funny. We are a internet video company that focuses on podcasts mainly, but we also have the video stuff and we do a lot of Twitch streaming and, and all of it kind of feeds into each other. We're very similar to Hang Time. Uh, there's 11 of us at this point, which is really wild to think about. And uh, our story, to put shortly, is we started in a spare bedroom. It's the origin story of many groups like us, right? Uh, but we started in a very, very small spare bedroom that could barely fit a table with a couple chairs around it. And like that was it. I can't believe, I, I can't believe that you guys ditched that table. 
You guys have changed. Yeah, we actually didn't ditch the table. We still have the table, and we still <laughs> use the table for certain about things. <laughs> so you know the internet. You know the internet. That's, well, that, you I mean, kept it. You real talk, you kept, man. Like you cover your base. Yeah, and, and it's that's that's the thing. It's like it's these little things where it's like I I grew up and, and sorry to go off on a tangent here, but it's like I grew up with the go. internet. You know, so it's like I consider myself. How many times I'm going to say lucky in this episode? But I consider myself it's okay. lucky that I grew up in a time where I was a junior in high school in 2005. And I remember uh, 2000, or sorry, it, junior year of high school is when you're first asked, so what are you, you going to do? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's all these college conversations. Like, what's your, you're introduced to the idea of a major and all this stuff. And I remember yeah. sitting there having no idea, but at the same time knowing exactly what I wanted to do. Where I was like, mm-hmm. I want to make video. I, since I've been a little kid, I've loved playing with uh, like my talk boy, right, from Home Alone uh-huh. for audio yeah. stuff. I loved using Mario Paint to edit together things on the Super Nintendo. I loved just camcorder footage of just like whatever we were doing, right? I was like, I want to do video, but I don't want to make movies. I don't want to make TV shows. Like, what is it that I want to do? I was like, I guess mm-hmm. like commercials, music videos. And then I was like, I guess I want music videos. I Really what I want is like just to make like short comedy sketches and things like that. And that thought in 2005 was not a career. It is not what it is now. But I am so lucky that that was the time that College Humor first started and Screw Attack yeah. first started. And mm-hmm. all of these websites, YouTube first started. And yeah. the years kind of like progressing from that, like I was able to grow up with internet video as kind of part of its first class as a fan. Not as a creator, but as somebody mm-hmm. that watched the first era of Rooster Teeth and Red, I was literally there every week for Red versus Blue when it would drop, yeah. right? Like I was there Nerd. waiting for the top tens from Screw Attack to drop or, or yeah. Angry Video Game Nerd, like all that stuff, right? And to then be able to learn from that and understand what matters to me as a fan, I think that's my greatest asset is I understand the criticisms. I understand the things that get people excited. I understand what matters because at one point it mattered to me more than anything else in the world. So if I Mm -hmm. can now give that to people, I think that that's kind of, that is, that is my goal. That is the thing that I should be aiming for. And that's why jokingly, but we still have that table. Cause like that table is part of our lineage. That table is, is part of our whole thing. And, and to keep going on my tirade real quick here, like we started in a spare bedroom and we, we're like, we're going to do multiple podcasts, but they're all going to look the same, and this kind of sucks. But yeah. one day, one day, we'll get a studio. Two years in, we got a studio, and we decided we were going to invest, and we were going to go all out and do something that we probably shouldn't have done, which is get a ridiculous LED video wall. The reason yeah. being, we're still in San Francisco. Our studio is still a very small apartment. We yeah. have one one room to shoot in. How do we make? Yeah, Kevin was editing out of a out of a closet yeah. with a, an ultra one ultra wide monitor. Yeah, he couldn't fit two mon- He couldn't fit two monitors. Exactly, he could fit one L- ultra wide. We made that space seem a lot bigger than it actually was. You've been there, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we decided to do that because we're like, how do we make one room look like a limitless amount of sets? And like that yeah. was the bet that we we decided to make, and it paid off. And then we invested mm-hmm. more and more, and eventually we we're like, it's time to make a. Our, our move into a, a real studio for the first time. Yeah. Our team's big enough. The audience is ready for it. This is going to be great. And then COVID happened. 
right? <laughs> we announced that we yeah. were going to make the biggest financial move, the biggest risk in our careers, January 2020. Mm-hmm. We signed a yeah. lease. No. For years, yeah. Bolin, we were paying rent at two studios in San Francisco, man. It's been rough. Yeah. it's. I mean... I don't like getting gas in San Francisco, let alone the idea of that. We signed our house lease, or we signed up for to construct our house, the one I'm in right now. Um, it's one of those, like, you pick your floor plan, and then they build it, right? Um, but, like, we picked it in January. And it, they were like, it'll be done. It, okay, we're going to start building it now. And then COVID hit. It was like... Oh, God. Here cool. we go. I signed it. Mm-hmm. There it is. It's not even built yet. And I don't know if this channel is going to survive. It did. Like, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Um, we were very, very fortunate. But, yeah, man, I could not imagine. Jug- so, what was what was the... From building the hangar, for, for us, it was... It'll be done Thanksgiving of 2021. It'll be done. You'll move in. We still don't even have full water yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, would they just finished our fence and shit, and it sucked. I kept, I would, you know, pushing content back, pushing plans back, the launch and all that stuff. What was, how was COVID affecting your, uh, I don't know, what plans. was, how did y'all game, pl- yeah, how did y'all game plan for that? Well, so... It all kind of started with us knowing that we wanted to do this, right? And making the decision, me, Greg, and Nick had a conversation that was like, you know what? We're committing to this. Like, we, mm-hmm. we, we, this is a decision that is difficult for us to make, but this is the next 10 years of kind of funny. And we see it yeah. that way. And we were thinking through it all. And like, you've been, you know, this, Bolin. You know the eras of how it goes and different fans age out of content, new fans yep. come in, there's this whole thing. And no matter what's happening I would argue I, I would argue that even 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 in the past 2 years, especially with political climate and stuff, we've we've probably rolled 60 to 70% of audience. Yeah. When like it's been crazy. And again, that's normal. Like I think that like that's Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to happen and it's good generations. Sometimes. Yes, and 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 these things happen and the the glory days are always going to be different to whoever started watching when they started watching. There's nothing exactly, quite like yep. your first. And I get that. And I, again, as somebody that grew up watching so many things and, you know, like I've, I haven't watched Red versus Blue in a while because at some point I was like, this isn't for me. And like, yeah. that sucks for me. I wish it was still for me, but like, it's not. And that's okay. Like, I hope that there's a new generation out there that this is resonating with as much as the originals did for me. And like, that's kind of a the tougher conversation. But about like thinking about that, like there's always these things of we'd see the comments of like I miss the spare bedroom, I miss the spare bedroom. Yeah. Like when we were in uh, our studio, people like I miss the vibe of the spare bedroom, just people hanging out. This it feels to this, it feels to that, and whatever. When there is really a very natural like line of like where kind of funny was to where it is now, but yeah. at the same it time, it makes me ache. Huh? It makes me ache. I hate. I hate. Like I I understand exactly what you're saying. It makes me ache when people say that. I miss this. Mm-hmm. I miss this, and it's like. I know, and and in your in when people say that about us, it's like I miss, I miss so and so. I miss when y'all were at that old office and stuff. I ache because like I think of like man, that was a time when I wasn't happy. That's a time yeah. when I didn't really like what I was doing. So like when I see that, I'm like, oh god, it's so hard for me to not take it personally. You respect the the nostalgia and stuff, but it's like, 
oh god, I wish you loved this as much because I love it now. Oh yeah, and I mean that's you know? that is so true. But I I think that. It's a layered, complicated issue, right? Where it's like there's yeah. multiple perspectives, but I always try to think of their perspective too and like know that they're not wrong. They loved a specific thing and that specific thing is not happening anymore and mm-hmm. that doesn't feel great. So it's like, that's okay. Everyone's like, be nice. That That is the most important thing is be nice. And like, I would just yeah. say, just give us a chance and like trust that we care and like are trying our best, but we decided we're going to name this new studio The Spare Bedroom. Like, for yeah. a reason. It's like we want this to represent so many things. And also it is kind of tug in cheek of just like, oh, you wanted to stack yeah. the spare bedroom? Yeah, we are, you know. Uh, and like <laughs> yeah. it's, again, just kind of a joke of the whole thing. But it is really going back to the spirit of who we are where I, I wanted this to represent kind of the the next phase of kind of funny of this limitless potential of what a small group of people can do and accomplish mm-hmm. if they're all working together towards that goal. And with that, we're like, let's go, let's commit, let's go as big as we possibly can, probably, honestly, way bigger than we should go um, in an era where games, media, media, podcast, everything are scaling back their productions. We're like, all right, let's go all in, you know, and yeah, that decision yeah. timed with COVID got extremely difficult because all of a sudden the biggest decisions we've ever made financially were now quadrupled um overnight and it was already us committing kind of not out of our means but within our means a way that it fundamentally changes like some oh just say just say it potentially business and brand killer potentially but the thing is we know it's not gonna be like that's my thing is like there was never a point where we wavered like the entire time, no matter how hard it got, no matter how high the price of wood got to the point that we ended up having yeah. to go with steel because it was cheaper. Like these things yeah. that just all add up. And I don't need to get into the details because I'm sure you've talked about no, it before with No, the I, I really haven't. And I haven't I haven't talked about it on the podcast. And that I, I'm kind of interested in that because yeah, I mean, we even us, like, we've looked at like houses to buy before. Um, I've wanted, I've wanted to move into a steel building since 2016. Like I've had this idea of like what our studio would be for like seven years. But like at one point we were looking at like houses to move into because it's like, we're in the shitty church. It's terrible. We're very limited on what we can do. And it was, it was, it was way cheaper to construct an entire new building out of steel than it was to even buy a house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I remember uh, being delayed with kind of, uh, and we we were lucky because we got locked into a build price right before the wood escalated. Yeah, so great. we were like, we, did not. we were like, yeah, we were very fortunate, right? Um, but I understand because it was it was you know you're thinking about it and like you see on these price of woods going up, price of woods going up. And I just remember being like, man, anybody building right now, that would suck so bad. And that was y'all. That was <laughs> that, us, man. And was, I can't imagine how stressful that would have been, man. That's crazy. Dude, it and it it's so stressful. And it's been stressful for three years now. It's like we yeah. so uh sorry that I'm like going off on so many tangents here, but go I just wanna like hold I just wanna like hug you <laughs> no, right now. No, like, it's like like real talk, man. It's like it's I'm feeling so good right now. Like at the time of this video posting we will have officially announced that on October 14th, 2022, we are going to launch this studio. And we're going to do a live stream 
all day on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, showing it to everyone for the first time and proving to me, to our team, to the entire world that all of this was worth it. And every single piece of blood, sweat and tears that we put into this the last couple of years, no matter how bad it was, I always knew, yeah, this is, this is it. We're, we are yeah. about to, to accomplish our greatest accomplishment. And like, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be awesome. And going back, it's, it's to look at the journey that got us here. It's like, you know, you were talking about uh, the plants and them going wrong. Like not only was it the cost of things, it was the availability of contractors, the availability to have contractors in the same room together yeah. for a while. Wasn't even a possibility. All of this led to us eventually last July, July, 2021 coming out and saying that January 5th, 2022 we are launching the studio we're committing to it we brought our entire yeah. team to see the studio for the first time they walked in they saw like the skeleton of it all and like yeah they were wowed and we announced it to the audience we're like we're doing it we committed we can make it happen and we did everything in our power to make it happen and it hit a point come like october that we're like oh that's not happening and it was out of our control and that hurt but it didn't stop us we were just like, you know what? Yeah. Let's take this for what it is, a reality check, and move forward. Be transparent with the audience like we always are, and they'll understand. And guess what, Bolin? They understood, you know? Yeah, they got and it. And it's like we celebrate on January 5th every year as kind of funny day. Like it's our, our big reset mm -hmm. point with like we announce changes to our programming. We do a big fundraiser to like kind of like energize the content and be able to fund cooler projects throughout the year and everything. And it's been a couple of years since we've done that. And it's that's a combination uh -huh. of the work from home situation and trying different things. But also we missed kind of funny day this year because it was supposed to be the studio launch. So yeah. we're now looking at October 14th, the launch of the studio as this year's kind of funny day. And I just, it's, it's wild to think that we're like a year delayed from where we thought we were going to yeah. be, which was already delayed from where we originally thought we were going to be. But it's happening. And two weeks ago, we were able to bring the entire team into the studio for the first time to see uh, it done. And it brought a tear to my eye. I mean, it brought a tear to a lot yeah. of people's eyes. Like seeing them in being in the same room together, first off, was like magic. Yeah. But being in that room together for the first time. Oh, man. That main set. Yeah. You just like, did you have the lights on? What what did you display on the LCDs? Uh, the LED? If I can say that. Well, that LEDs. that's the thing. It's, uh, you'll see. You'll see. A lot of surprises. A uh, lot of fun stuff. We recorded it all. We recorded our whole first thing. The fun, the most fun part about it is we actually, um, I got to be careful what I say here, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. We were there. It was a big party, right? We had everyone. They were there yeah. for the first time. Everyone was like so excited. There was just such an energy. So, of course, what did we do? We threw some mics on the desk, turned the cameras on, and recorded a podcast. And, like, I don't yeah. know that that podcast will ever see the light of day, but there was such an energy to us just kind of all being in the same room, just talking shit about what is happening right now. And, like, the coolest yeah. thing is starting October 14th, that is what is going to be our lives every single day. And, like, I've been so envious of y'all. Like, the hangar is one of the coolest spaces out there Don't. period man like it is y'all worked so hard on it y'all killed it like I've, i was there since yeah we built it since <laughs> we built go for it couldn't afford contractors so we built our space and we live streamed it yeah let me tell you about what it's like to move into a space 
on the windiest uh, the windiest spring in 15 years in Texas during thunderstorms, mud Ugh. with gener- generator power Ugh. and no and no parking lot. Mud. Are we had to wear boots like way? We had to carry drywall parts. Um, like there was one time I lost a pair of Nikes because I was carrying drywall. I had to I yoshied my truck <laughs> into the mud because the drywall didn't have we have like gravel poured out behind our um, our roll door now and we didn't have a parking lot so we had to carry everything like from uh, a, a business across the street we had to park in their parking lot walk through mud I'm talking like six inch fucking mud like hey get your pick your feet up because um, these these any shoes you would have worn that weren't like mud boots were ruined. But yeah, there was one time where I yoshied my truck because I was like, "It's raining. I have a hundred bucks. I had like hundred sixty bucks of drywall in my truck. I was like, I have to get this inside before the rain starts coming down." I literally got my truck stuck on purpose. I just hauled ass, got stuck in the mud, and then I had to. I basically, you know, in Home Alone, where like he loses his shoes and then his socks on the stairs, yeah. and he's barefoot barefoot no. holding up 40 pounds of drywall stomping through mud and then throwing it into the hangar oh, oh, with the roll door and we did the full construction and all of the build topped not a single let me think besides sam mitchell from rooster teeth not a single soul built anything besides us we built the battle station drywall fake walls set walls the trussing um tech setup lights which is why our lights pretty jank for a while they're they're just about on track that's why our audio is not the best right now i got an audio engineer coming Sick. in on um i'm gonna talk to an audio engineer for a consult for some plugins and stuff but like we built the whole thing live so we don't we didn't have the grand reveal right yeah. we have a youtube video but like our audience the people that support the hangar they watched it from a, like a giant garage sale of all this shit like stacked up to um, what it is? I mean, I watched. I, hope, I, I, I tuned in almost every day just to see the progress oh, of you guys doing that. It was. <laughs> I, I love that. You know, I, I think that that's kind of my my favorite thing about the space currently, and and it always has been, is people's stories and how the only yeah. the most important thing besides obviously respect and camaraderie and like cohesive vision and yeah. all that stuff of these groups is what's their story? Like, what is the thing that kind of like the one sentence, one sentence line that like, oh, okay, that's why this is going to work or whatever it is. And like, mm-hmm. I think back in the early Patreon days and it's like, okay, cool. We left IGN to start our own thing. We were the first company in history to be formed on Patreon, yeah. whatever that, that whole, that was our story and that worked yeah. for us. And then there was Daniel Dwyer who was like, hey, I've been at GameSpot for X amount of years. I've done a whole bunch of things, but the things I like doing the most are these documentaries and they don't get the love there, but the people that watch them love them. I'm just going to do that. That was his story, right? Then Easy Allies, it was like, oh man, Game Trailers is gone. We need your help. That was their story. You need a story to be able to have this launch pad. And what I love is as we kind of ebb and flow and continue to, to evolve, like I love that, our story, kind of funny, with our new studio, going back to the spare bedroom, all of that, it's like we get to have the hype reveal. We get to be work in the background a bit to have this big moment 
Whereas your guys' story is we're doing this ourselves. Like you all are acting. Yeah. We're, we're two different groups that are both acting above our means, acting like we have way more people and way more skill sets and way more XYZs yeah. than we actually do. But we're doing it all. We're making it happen. And yeah. I love that y'all's story is y'all are in Dallas, Texas. It is a different different world downtown down downtown dallas texas downtown 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 that's where the hangar is and that gives you guys a lot of luxuries <laughs> that we don't have yeah. you know we get a lot yeah, of things that yeah. y'all don't have like just being in san francisco being around so many things and whatever but i love that your story is y'all have this space that is like almost too big <laughs> you know yeah. like yeah absolutely absolutely it's like i i think the I'm in like a weird space right now because I play video games with my friends and like we, I own the space. I love it. There's nothing we couldn't make if we, uh, the only thing that would stop us is um, like budget, right? Like we could make literally anything there. We could, a, a helicopter could land on our land, right? People could bring, a monster truck to our space if they wanted to. Grayson had a dream one time that Greg Miller drove a monster truck through our wall one time. I don't know if you Love heard it. about that. Can you imagine uh, if it wasn't even like your hype wall, right? Where you run through? Exactly. But imagine the roll the, doors, like the giant no, version. He said, he said, he said it wasn't even the roll door. He crashed through the, the wrong wall. Like he said, Greg Miller crashed through and then he Classic played video Greg. games with us. Um, but like we could have, we could build a, a dirt bike track on our land if we wanted to. So it's like, all I want to do now is have the money to make the craziest shit. You know, you said like your dream is to like make video. My dream is nothing but to watch the chat react. Mm -hmm. That's all oh, I care about. I, mean, I don't it's it's just dude. I just want to see the live reaction of the chat. I want to see the emotes, the wows, the way to goes. That's I don't even care. Even if we're not playing video games or if we're juggling or if there's a, a chimpanzee in the studio. All I care about is to do something and then watch what happens to the chat. Dude, I mean, you're, you're so, so right about that, man. So that is why I do this, right? It's, it's getting that reaction. Yeah. And like, I put so much work into it, going back to what I was saying about like learning from being a student of the screw attacks and the early IGNs, like all of that of the world yeah. of like, I know how I felt. Like I know how I felt being part of a community on the internet going to one of their small live shows and they had an intro video playing full of inside jokes that we, everyone mm -hmm. in that room understood and the energy yeah. that I felt from that, like that has always been the high that I chase to always have as much as possible myself, but to always give mm -hmm. as much as possible. And with the magic of Twitch, the energy doesn't need to be in the same room. It doesn't have to be at a concert yeah. venue. It could be online. You see the chat popping off. You see the emotes. You see the excitement. And you feel it. And you kind of th thrive off of it. And that's why I am planning the, the reveal of the studio. So that my plan is 10 a.m. Pacific time, October 14th, twitch.tv slash games. We're going live. It's going to be a marathon stream. But we're going to do the actual reveal within the first 20 minutes of the stream. Yeah. And like We're going to have a countdown to it. It's going to be very clear. I want everyone out there to live react to it, to record themselves live reacting to it. I want them in the chat. I want to be able to relive this moment for the rest of my life via people seeing what we've worked on so hard for the first time. Because yeah. I think that they are going to be so wowed and so shocked at 
what we've been able to pull off and like imagining the the emotes imagining all the familiar names that yeah. i've seen for the last 10 years in the chat the melissa haglers you know the like everybody like all these yeah. people these names that that I just one mod, that one mod that never left like yeah. it's the just being like way to you know like exactly like, way to go guys to, oh to see all this man i i that is what is motivating me in these times now where you know it's we're as of recording this we're like over a month out and it's like i I don't remember the last time that I didn't work a 18 hour day <laughs> in the last mm -hmm. couple months, yeah. you know? And it's like, mm -hmm. that idea is what keeps me going right now. And like, I, I'm so motivated, man. I just can't wait. I just can't wait. Bowling. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm very happy for you. It's, it's weird because we didn't have like a, uh, like a, like a big reveal or anything, but, and it, the worst part about the construction was that like, there's still stuff I have to do. Right, there's still stuff we have to add and adjust, camera angles, shit like that, like um, more lighting, um, insulation, it's like never sound. Over. <laughs> it's never over, right? Um, but the there was never a point where where I was like, "Here it is, chat." Right? It was just like, "Cool, we're building it. We're building it. We can now play games at it. We're going. We're going." We did have the Battle Station debut, which was really cool because we had we had we had to wait for internet on Battle Station, so we never really showed it until it was done. That was awesome, but there was never like a there was like never like a hangar is done because it's not done. Yeah, right. And that's that's the that's how it goes. That's the tough part. But I will say, man, as a as a fan of y'all and being on the outside, inside in some ways, but outside overall, like I yeah. I loved the story that you guys told. And I loved yeah. seeing it all come together. And sure, it wasn't the plan. It wasn't what you wanted this oh, to be, yeah, ideally, no, no. whatever. But you made not just the most of it. I think that you guys pulled off something really special. And you're continuing to. It's still a work in progress. Yeah. But you launching the tour video, like that to me, I was like, this is it. Phase one is complete. That was yeah. your Avengers yeah. moment. And I, I really thought you guys pulled that off. And I think that with the changes that you guys have had, uh, with the, uh, the, the loss of teammates, you know, and with, with the, yeah. the changes and all that stuff, the new hires, like all of it, right now, we, you're, you're having your moment. Yeah. Like this is, this is hang time for the very first time, right? This is yeah. not screw attack. I, I, this is not game attack. This is hang time with the hanger. And it's a beautiful fucking thing. Yeah, what an awesome segue into you telling me to kill Game Attack. Um, I tell I tell the story like this, right? <laughs> I tell people that I told the audience this uh, a couple of times, and of course Grayson was there. But we were on the road trip, and we were having some drinks after our live meetup mm -hmm. uh, for kind of personal time. And as soon as I I bought up my old business partner for Game Attack, as soon as I bought it out, I was like, I'm going to rebrand this. But I never did because I was like scared of the comfortability. And even when we were Game Attack, we had asked you guys like, hey, should we be called Game Attack? Should we like fight Rooster Teeth to be named something else? And I remember you and Greg being like, yeah, absolutely. Get the hell away from the Screw Attack branding as fast as you can. <laughs> because we would be tied to identity, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We'd be tied to something old that we weren't. And I remember I was sitting there. We were having drinks, you, me, uh, Kev, and Grayson. And I go, because I was thinking about rebranding. And I compare your reaction to when somebody gets a haircut that makes them look really fucking good. And then they say, uh, I got a new haircut. I don't know, though. And you tell that person, oh, yeah, 
it's good. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you that's never so change funny. your hair again. That's what I, that's what I compare. Cause I say, I, I, I'll go. And then Tim said, Oh really? Cause that, that would be awesome. Yeah. Like you should do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, what's funny there too is like, I mean, then we spent months going back and forth. You pitched me a whole bunch of names. Some were great. There was a lot of good ones yeah. in there, you know, but like hang time and with the hanger, it, oh, you guys, you got yeah, there, man. Good. You know, the one yeah, bad Wes, thing is Wes it, named it. It wasn't me. It, it sucks. It wasn't me. It was Wes. I mean, hey, Wes killed it, man. It just sucks that <laughs> hang time is such a, like Googling it is hard. YouTubing it is hard. Like for that, like yeah. SEO, whatever. But like, besides that, man, it describes you all great. I think it's, it fits the vibe, but yeah, it's going back to that advice and give you that, giving you that it's like, there's not a right and wrong thing to do in any of this stuff. Yeah. At the end of the yeah, day, I know. There's such importance in, in brand legacy. Right. But that, is a double-edged sword because yeah legacy was hindering i i i thought and and it doesn't you know. necessarily need to be in a negative way i think a lot of the times it goes back to what we've been talking about a lot in the last 40 minutes like it comes back to expectations and memories and nostalgia and trying yeah. to uh set the expectations of what this is and i think that the reality is for you guys that i mean out of any brand all of the brands i think screw attack is the funniest one to follow from beginning to end because of uh -huh. the amount of iterations the amount of acquisitions the amount of okay they're screw attack oh they're partnered with game trailers well oh now they're they're full screens gaming brand oh well now the full screen has rooster teeth they don't need screw attack now they're under them now there's this now there's game attack now there's game attack that's not part of rooster teeth now that you know what i mean it's like so yeah. many iterations i'm tired and like i didn't even mention death battle right like i didn't even mention yeah, these like yeah, key yeah. moments that like splintered things even even more than they were already splintered. I think yeah. that what you and your boys, your crew have done had to stand on its own because while yeah. your legacy will always begin with screw attack and game attack in the same way. Ours will always begin with IGN. Yeah. I, we go, we don't even go out of our way at this point. Cause it's just, it, we've, I've been at kind of funny much longer than I've been at IGN. Like, yeah, it, that's just how it goes, and it's yeah. like when I think about I, our origin story, it's getting to the point that I think about the spare bedroom. I don't think about IGN, right? But that doesn't yeah. change the fact that that is the origin that I owe them so much. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, but we're kind yeah, of yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I think for for me it's a little bit different because like even when we started Game Attack, I was I was trying to quit Screw Attack. <laughs> like I did not like Screw Attack. I did not like working there. Uh, I mean, I, I loved everybody that's there. I'm still friends with every single one of them. But I was not having a good time. I was looking for other work. Um, luckily, Game Attack was brought to me, and I was like, yes, that's what I want. Like an audience that is here for mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. and each other, right? Um, so, like, when I think of Legacy, I don't... I'm, I'm very, like... I, I, I'm very... Try not to be uh, petty about it. But I'm very, like, hey... Yeah, that's awesome, but like that's not how I consider it. I I think of like game attack at the at the very beginning. And it's weird because they people will find us and be like, "Hey, you're the old screw attack guys." And it's like, "I worked there for 2 years when people hated it." <laughs> and people didn't like me, right? And it was going through all these transformations. So it's like for me, I like I I take it like kind of personally and defensively because it's like they don't they don't know my personal optics, oh, right? Yeah, for sure. And you can't get mad at them, but it's like ah. Uh, and for me, it was like 
it was like discreditory of like Grayson and Alpita and Chelsea to say like to say like hey oh yeah you're the leftovers of that old sect it's like I, I don't know man like Grayson doesn't even never work for Screw Attack ever like I was gone for like three years before Grayson was even on Game Attack and stuff so it's like it was about being like not telling them to go away, but letting it fall off in a way that it was like, respect respect this legacy that they've created. Like, they've created this. This is not a holdout of um, a, a, an old internet brand. Uh, but it's like you're saying, that legacy was about um, identity, right? And making sure that it's like... And, and keeping expectations for new audience members, yeah. right? It's helping them to understand... Uh, but yeah, I was going on a tangent there. What were we talking about again? There's no tangent. Building is stressful. Yeah, yeah no, we're talking Building about identity, is right? We're talking about yeah. the name. You you were talking about the name change of like uh, yeah. changing from Game but, Attack to Hang Time. Thank you, but yeah, I mean, I think it was. I mean, it was it was like I was hanging on by one finger to not rebrand, and you just like you just punted me off. It wasn't like you were like, boop. You were like. Get out of go, go rebrand. It was such a wonderful. It was great. As soon as it was happening, I go, I go, Grayson, what do you think? Grayson goes, Tim said, do it. We're doing it. And you guys <laughs> killed it. Again, I, I think that that's the most important part is that this is yours. And yours, not just meaning Bolin's, meaning Bolin's and uh, the yeah. entire team. You know what I mean? Like, you guys have done so much with it. And I think that there's an energy to not just like, oh, it's a rebrand. But it's like, this is your baby. This is the first time you got to choose the name of what describes yeah. you. You have a new home with the hangar. You have a new graphics package look. You have new logos, new vibes, new Fran as the voice. Like, all of these things, yeah. like, are so special because they're yours and i think the exactly, most important yeah. part of the yours thing is i'm talking about the hang time community right like yeah they it's theirs watching your your Give video it. of the tour of the studio and seeing the names of people that helped buy yeah. all the things that again i keep talking about the story it's like we are nothing without our patreon supporters like at our new studio yeah. Back in 2020, when we first announced that we're doing this thing, we said anyone that supports us uh, at all this entire month on Patreon will have their name on a wall in the studio. And yeah. guess what? When we get into the studio on October 14th, there are two beautiful walls with thousands of names of the people yeah. that built this shit. Like, it's mm -hmm. so, so cool that we can say that, you know, that we all built yep. this together. Yep. It's awesome. The um, in terms of ah, shit, what was I gonna say? In terms of the the crew, so has do you? I guess people are starting to move in uh, into the San Fran area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So starting October fourteenth, we are gonna be in in studio. Five so there, days everyone's a week. It, it is it is legit. It's not like launch and then. Mike is coming and stuff. It is it is all hands afoot. It is. Uh, without getting into the specific details of people, by October yeah. 14th, every single full-time member of Kind of Funny will be living in San Francisco or yeah. the Bay Area. But, like, will be working out of the space every day. And, yeah. Bolin, I can't explain to you, man. Like, we have not been in the same room. In the last three years, there is one I, piece I of content even... we made. 
where when yeah. me and Greg were going to Summer Game Fest, the first event we've done in three years, he was going mm-hmm. to the airport and on the way came here and we sat side by side doing kind of funny games daily. And we felt an energy. The audience felt an energy. And that was the one piece of content we've done together. I don't even know what's going to happen when we're all it'll in be, the same it, room. It'll be, it'll be eruptive for sure. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so happy for you guys. The um, We kind of were talking before the stream about kind of like business plans and stuff. We don't have to get too transparent on it, but I think it's fun insight and conversation. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the things for the hangar was like malleability. Obviously, I've seen your stuff. We don't got what you got. Okay. But in, in terms of like a, an open... Yeah. Uh, in ter- it's in terms of... I wanted to just be able to construct an open space, right? We could put cameras wherever the hell we wanted to. We could we could go film in the admin area. We have the battle station and stuff. But like, so let's like at PAX, I was hitting up um, indie devs. I wasn't hitting up like AMD or anything, but I was hitting up um, indie publishers that had, um, you know, they had their station and they were they had like six games coming out this year. And I was like, hey, you know, uh, we are thirty minutes away from DFW International Airport. Um, our production costs will definitely be low. Let us produce a showcase for you. Let us do a small indie fest to celebrate your games coming out this year. Um, you fly people out to come hang out and sit on the couch with us and show us your game. We'll produce video and uh, highlight reels for you and um, announcements timelines for you. And we'll host. You know, I've emceed for GameStop and EGLX and RT and Guardian Con and all this shit. So I have the experience. And it was so cool. I all I did was I walk. I have a pinned tweet that's like a hanger demo. I would just walk up to him oh, yeah. and I go, "Watch this." I just go, "Look at this." Oh yeah. I said, "Hey, hey, can we? Do you need a product?" I don't know if I haven't been able to follow, do my follow up emails yet. I'm gonna do it like next week. But um, it was so cool to be able to be like, "What do you think about that?" Mm-hmm. Can't do, I want to give you this space um, for a great rate, and we want to make content for you. Look at this. And everybody was like. Especially because I'm I'm aiming where I think my weight class is, right? Not like EA or Activision yet, um, but indie devs that need help in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what. Ah, uh, there was a conference at E3 this past year or last year, and I was like, we were watching the conference, and we we're like, oh man, they just needed a little bit of help, right? Oh. And it was like many, it was, many of those I, conferences needed a little bit of help. Yeah, yeah. It was just like they just need a little bit of help. And it's like I I could have done that for them. It wouldn't have taken it would have taken like a a, a a work week and it would have cost a couple of grand, right? <laughs> for for what I would have done. Mm-hmm. And I would have helped them, right? So it was very fun for the first time to be like, hey, I have something to offer more than the words, I have a Twitch channel, I have a YouTube channel, right? Even serving is like, we could make video for them and just give them the video. They present it as their content, right? Um, and that was very cool. What are some, I know you can't talk about the physical space, but what are some grandiose ideas that you might have that you could <laughs> share just yeah. from a fun business perspective. Well, dude, I, I, it's funny that you say all this stuff. Cause to me, I actually almost look at it the opposite way where I don't think of what can we do? I think of what do we do and how do we make yeah. that as 
cool as possible and as dope as possible and think a little bit ahead of like, well, what could we do if XYZ? So it's more like coming mm-hmm. up with spaces that can complement the content we're already making. And then how do we plus that up to then potentially turn it into other opportunities? So I go back to when we first made our our first studio, we had the first video wall. And the reason we did that is we had 13 podcasts that needed to look different. So we made yeah. we had the video wall. Every decision we make is that same logic of like, we at the end of the day, kind of funny, makes podcast shows and streams games every day. Mm-hmm. Cool. We need to solve that problem before we solve any other problem. And yep. if we solve that problem, like, w- which is essentially... What we like to do is, like, instead of, uh, you know, using a hammer to hit the nail in, like, we drive a monster truck into the nail, into the the, the wood. Like, that's kind of our answer. It's like, cool, once we figure that out, then it's kind of easy to look back and be like, all right, cool, we've solved our core problem, which is, not problem, core obstacle of how do we make the content that we know we're going to make as good as possible, and then it becomes cool, what more can we do now? And I think that that's kind of the fun part for me is being seven years into Kind of Funny, we've kind of done a lot. In the trailer we dropped today uh, announcing the studio, we like reflect back on our seven years and you know we've done multiple indie game showcases ourselves. Kind of Funny Game Showcase. And we just did that because we wanted to and we wanted to help Mm -hmm. indie devs out and we wanted to prove we could do this, you know, and we did. And it was a major success for us. And we've hosted a lot of big events. We've hosted our own live events. We, we have a passion for that. We, that really, that gets me going. It, get, it, it keeps me up at night and it wakes me up in the morning in an excited way, yeah. right? We wanted to build this space to be able to serve all the content we actually make. But also, what if we had room for an audience? You know, yeah. what, if, what if we had the space available there that if we wanted to show to shoot a a real press conference, what if we just did it here? You know, like it's mm-hmm. those type of ideas of like working backwards from sometimes the easiest answer is the simplest thing. When you take the simple thing and put it in all caps in crazy flashing lights, that's the kind of funny way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it's like um uh, I don't know, it's like I don't know. It'd be like, it'd be like if Tom Brady needs to throw a screen pass a hundred out of a hundred times before he tries tries to throw a post, right? You know. Um, but I like that. I think that's that's one of the worst parts about building a little bit at a time, is that it was like um, like we had internet issues, right? Yeah. We just solved our internet issues like this past week, and uh, don't get me started. It was like. It was like, I cannot tell you the terror of being like, okay, I'm never going to be on RT Extra Life with internet issues. I'm never going to get a brand deal for a live stream if there's an internet liability, right? But like, and even even earlier with our lighting, it's like, you know, even the YouTube video, it's like, I don't want to do that until our until we can stream with good lighting, right? Or we can stream where you can see us without black shadows on our face, right? And that step-by-step approach is like the sloggiest yeah. thing when, when, when things go wrong construction-wise. And that's like been like the, uh, because you can't even think of hypotheticals because you're too <coughs> stressed out about what's, 
limiting, Dude, right? And you know, with that, I think is actually an important thing to talk about in terms of the realities of all the stuff we do as a business, where there are certain things that are just out of our control in any way. And you know, we had to make the shift to work from home and that was dramatic, right? But mm-hmm. we were lucky that we nailed it really quickly. And like, we yeah. were able to transition and make it all happen. And in some ways, make it happen quicker, fast, like better than we've ever been able to do before because we have killer internet at our houses like uh-huh. sonic gig up gig down it is beautiful it's like 40 dollars a month it is like immaculate yeah. stuff man the dream our old studio we paid a thousand plus a month and we were getting yeah. like 120 like it was yeah. like so stupid and after all of this the best internet we can get at our new place is more similar to the old thing for yeah. Even more of a price than our yeah. us being at our houses. So it's like this dumb thing of like, you just got to deal with the realities. There's no way around it. It's like the, yeah. the internet's just not available in these commercial spaces. And it's like, ah, you know, so we're yeah. going to have to get crafty. We're going to have to work around it. We're going to have to figure out like a schedule for upload and download and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's those little things that like, I just don't think we talk about uh, like yeah. the reality. Yeah. I think that. It. It's very it's very nice to hear somebody say like oh internet's gonna be terrible we because like we were quoted that internet was gonna be like thirteen hundred bucks a month right for mm-hmm. like a hundred hundred luckily that's not the case um, we found something else but like we've had I've been talking to internet company about like we would just drop streams like for like one minute so like we could hypothetically have the stream of our lives. People are throwing down 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 100 gifted subs. And then, oh, the stream's gone. Mm -hmm. Momentum's gone. Audience is gone. Like right now we're doing our as long as you want it, like I said. And it's like, what if if we're pushing for a 100-hour stream? And then it just loses. And it was just like the most terrifying thing. Like I've had nightmares about it. Um, Like I, I am a different person after the construction process. Like I I am not who I was like eight months ago. The thing is though, man, and I know you know this, but it's like we have built our brands and our audience with an understanding of what we're doing. So when things go wrong, it's on us to just keep rolling, you know, and just keep having fun. Well, the stream's right back up and sure, we might've dropped some viewers or whatever, but it's like, you know, (sighs) the people that are still there, like keep the the show must go on. Let's keep going. It's like that. I feel like it's a kind of funny. It's always worked on a just try our best that's all we can business, do is try business our best. based on hope business, business based, based on, hope. on hope that is such a great that's way what to we put say it. but it's business like, based just on keep hope. going and like look back and learn from what happened before but like we do yeah. so much that it's like if a video messed up like if it if it didn't perform as well whatever it's like it's not our brand to chase the high of the algorithm. It never yeah. has been. And that's why we're the kings of 20,000 views. You know what I mean? And I yeah. so many people look at that and like 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 try to like hate on us and whatever and like they're totally allowed to do that and whatever. The reality See, is I love that. We're we're killing it in our own way in our own lane and we are serving 20,000 people a video. I think really high quality content and it seems to think so it seems to appear that they think that too and like that is Wild. If I were to go back in time and tell myself that there's 20,000 people watching me when I give my thoughts on a movie that came yeah. out, I I don't understand this like cool. desire that people have to like tear I, it down I and have, compare and all that stuff. I've I've almost I've almost replied to some 
Reddit people on your kind of funny Reddit Just before and be it. like, do don't you, do it. Do you, I, I never do, but I've always been like, do you know how many 20,000 people is, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> that is bigger than a high school stadium, dude. Yeah, man. Um, and, and look, here's the thing. 20,000 even is a huge number, but it's like, I what I often like to think about is when we did Kind of Funny Live 1, it was a sold out show in a pretty small uh-huh. venue. There was 600 people there. 600 yeah. motherfuckers. If we put out a video that had 600 views, it'd be like, oh, that's that was a, the worst video we have ever uploaded. But yeah, to see yeah. that in person, to understand the scale of that, of 600 people are focusing on you in whatever way. Even if the tab's closed or whatever, they're listening. Yeah. Even if they only listen for 20 seconds or whatever, it's like... I just really always want to appreciate that these are real people. These aren't just numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these are there are there's somebody else that is that choosing to engage with what we're putting out there. And that's why I'm always like, we gotta do our best. All we can do is our best. We gotta do our best because there are people counting on us to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking about a live uh kind of heading into the home home stretch right here. We're you're talking about a live show. Could you imagine? Kind of funny and hang time. And I get bleachers on our field after it's seated. And we do Greg Miller versus Andy Cortez, American Gladiators. Love it. For real. I love it. I've been dream I've been dreaming of every time Greg Miller posts about whooping Andy's ass in a foot race. I'm like, <coughs> oh my God. Use our studio. Stream it to both channels. You guys take the bod with you. I don't even give a shit. I just want the I just want the challenge. Yeah. Okay. And we have a thousand people there. In the we I mean, build I bleachers. It. I love it. Oh my god! Could you? It could be incredible, it? man. I will say. I will say. If I have my way, there may or may not be an Andy Cortez versus Greg Miller foot race on October fourteenth. But we'll see. Oh no! We'll see. No. We'll see. <laughs> that's awesome do you um do you have any uh insight into any sneak peeks at your content direction i mean yeah, obviously yeah. podcasts so, but anything more wild with the with the new studio i gotta be careful about what i say here in terms of because it's kind of a time machine that we that we yeah, got, got going you. on yeah. here um but I will say that if you if if you mess up, I'll post it a couple of days later. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. It's like I just want to make sure that like because that I, people are going to take this really seriously uh, with all this stuff, yeah, because, okay. as they should. But um, our plan is that the content itself is not going to dramatically change because this goes back mm-hmm. to we're making the space to do what we do. So for this phase, this launch phase, it's kind of like cool. Let's do what we do to the best of our ability. Um, we always do the big thermometer goals and the push right to to kind of like fundraise the future we are going to use this as a uh fundraiser for 2023 to look at that year and now once we're in the space learning what's our capabilities what Mm -hmm. what content should we be making we all every every year i look back at our content and my first thing i do is in my mind blow it all up fuck what we do Fuck tradition. Fuck anything. What should we be doing right now? If we started Kind of Funny right now, what would our show lineup look like? And that's Mm -hmm. honestly how we make the changes every single year is as a team, we talk about it and we go through. Don't think about the shows we do. Just describe them. 
What should we be doing? And mm -hmm. we got to a point that we're fairly optimized. Like, I mm -hmm. think that there's going to be less and less big changes because it's like, well, we got our core shows. Um, yeah. But even saying that, I feel like people, myself included, don't realize how much we've changed a little bit over time that comparing now to even three years ago, yeah. our content lineup's pretty dramatically different. And like our jump to Twitch, hiring Snowbike Mike and going daily on Twitch streams, like that fundamentally changed our business. Like that yeah. is, we now have this whole other arm of a different type of content and figuring out what that looks like has been such a rewarding process for all of us. And we're still in it, you know? Twitch's exclusivity stuff that they announced a couple uh, weeks ago, like, we're looking into it. What does that mean? We're experimenting, doing yeah. some shows on YouTube live and some shows on Twitch live. And I think that we're going to be in this really fun experimental phase in the studio for the first couple months. Then we'll be yeah. able to really have fun. I We do have some really cool ideas planned. Um, one thing I definitely can say, because it's just a plan, it's just an idea, but like we want to do an amazing game show. Like we want to do a yeah. full out, like, because Blessing's been killing it with a kind of feudy and bless who and like his little uh, uh, tiny mm -hmm. versions of game shows that have been so good. But we have the space to make a Netflix quality game show. Yeah. So absolutely. let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the most exciting thing. Uh, yeah, I think, man, it's already been a, a fucking hour long. Uh, God, I can talk to you forever, I know, Tim. dude, for real. Um, you're yeah, such a good dude, Bowen. You're sweet. You're sweet. It's been a journey. I think that, I think it's just like, be patient with yourself, you know, and uh, figure it out because I don't, I don't know what we can be making. We could probably be doing so much more than with our content. Um, but it's like, you just got to keep having the spark, dude. Mm -hmm. I think it's just the trust in the audience is always going to be like the common denominator. It's like, when I think of like, what is hang time? It's like, it's a, it's a business based on hope. I think that's all it is. And you know, whether we're doing like big event streams or dailies, I think that's really good insight, you know, being like, don't be afraid to blow it up. And I am I am just a nasty little slut for remodeling. It's uh, I, I am nothing obsessed. like a rebrand, baby. I am obsessed with reinvention and reconsideration. Um, also second guessing myself at the same time, which is like the most unhealthy thing ever. Um, but I don't know. It's just the dreams happening and just be proud, dude. It's pretty neat. Yeah. It really is, man. And the coolest thing is, once we're done with this, once y'all are done with the hangar, collab streams, baby. What are those gonna look like? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like that's that is what's like, exciting. Is like you mean a, you mean a game show between two st studio spaces? That's what I'm talking about, man. Like, like the like, the, yeah. the limitless potential of what is gonna be possible because we chose to invest. You chose to invest. Yeah. We chose to invest in this relationship as friends. It's like. Yeah. We're gonna crush, man. It's the pe y'all ain't ready for this, okay? <laughs> oh man, it should be wild. All we got to do now is do it, and that's that's the worst part. I I I I was thinking about whatever I wanted to go to. That's the worst part. Now it's just you got to do it. Mm -hmm. You dream in it, and now we got to do it. Yep. So, and I'm telling you, the work again. I know I, I appreciate you allowing me this platform and this space to just kind of gush about how excited I am for what we've been working on. But I will just say one last time, 
if you guys could show up on October 14th, 10 a.m. Pacific, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If hang time could live react to us, because I want to see y'all chat popping off to all this. We will. I will have it in my calendar because I don't think we have I don't think we have anything that day. It would mean I a lot. It. it would mean a lot to us. And okay. <laughs> I really can't wait for everyone to see it because I, I think I think at the very least Are you okay with me doing that and not just pushing people to your Twitch? Oh, yeah. Oh hell yeah! Okay, it's on. It's on. Okay, yeah. you got it. We will live react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I just, okay. I just want people okay, to okay. see it. I just want to. I want to see I, the, I the see reactions, it. man. No, because we've been working so hard on it, and like the you just saying now it's time to just do it. On October fourteenth, we're doing it. It's okay. it. We are doing it, man. <laughs> okay, I, man, you're even crazier than I than I thought you would be. This is gonna. I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen, but it's got to be good. So. Uh, everybody go uh, catch Tim and the boys over at uh, on the Twitches. Hit them with it. I'm going to put it in the links. Thank you. I appreciate that, man.